the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. We are now blessed to hear from not one, not two, three very creative and very special beer influencers. Beer What's the Thingy Guy, the full malty alchemist, and just a girl on her hops. Why don't you start off by introducing yourself to our audience and telling us, telling us a little bit, not only about yourself, but how you got involved in this wonderful community we call craft beer. Okay, I guess I'll start. Uh, Beer What's the Thingy Guy, a.k.a. BWG, or has, uh, you know, been dubbed Notorious BWG in the past. Um, I started, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I got into this, I think I said this uh, in either in another chat early this week uh, for the free beer. Uh, no, honestly, um, I love posting pictures of uh, my craft beer. That was kind of the thing that I did on my own and my personal page, like Facebook, friends, family. Uh, brother-in-laws introduced me to untapped in 2019. I think I heard about it in 2018, but kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And then they brought it to my attention again and said, you know, you love talking about like every time I get together at a party, it was all about, you know, you talk about craft beer way too much. Like you're, <laughs> your, because they're all like, we just like the beer. You know, we like the cans. They look cool, but they're like, you're like, you like the beer. And I'm like, but it, I go, but aren't you fascinated by the palate? Like when it, when it hits you, like, so Anyways, uh, and I just, I just kind of just on a whim started on TikTok. Thought it was like my, it was pandemic craze early on in that March of 2020. My kids were on it. So I was like, let me do a beer TikTok page. Yeah, it went nowhere. Uh, and then, um, I don't know. I said, maybe I should do an Instagram page because a couple of years before that, before the pandemic and everything went crazy, I had a 90s podcast, believe it or not, and uh, with my sister who bailed out on me. And so I did it by myself and I had an Instagram page. And I posted like crazy 90s stuff, trivia and my podcast. So I said, you know, let me just do a beer, beer uh, Instagram page. And then, man, lo and behold, it was like there was a whole world that I, it was like traveling to another universe. You know, I got on a spaceship, took off and was like, this this is a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. I thought I would be the only weirdo posting pictures of craft beer on Instagram. Maybe, <laughs> maybe get about 50 followers who will be my friends. But let me tell you. None of my, I have maybe one or two friends that follow me. None of my family members follow me. Um, they think it's kind of interesting, but, and here I am today. So I'm blessed. I'm honored. I've met amazing people such as yourselves, who I am blessed to call friends. And at the end of the day, yeah, um, that, that's how I got started. And um, I love beer. <laughs> I had more than a few personal friends find my page. I made a very strict rule not to tell any of them about it let them just find me organically right and i also have a very strict rule not to follow back as much as it hurts me not to follow my friends back i keep this page for only beer only my beer people okay <laughs> well you're you're a much more kind-hearted person than myself because i have no problem <laughs> not following back any of my friends if they choose to encroach on my space so i'll uh, i'll go ahead and jump in next uh this is full malty and uh yeah i like bwg 
Um, I got into it for the free beer that I realized very quickly doesn't really come. I think, uh, you know, <laughs> I think or it does anything, come and it's not what you want, but anyways, I digress. There's, there's, <laughs> there's that too. It's free when I hand my credit card out. It's strange. No, um, but, but seriously, I, you know, I think like everybody else, it was, um, it was mostly pandemic driven. Um, I had come off of a lot of other, you know, outside of the pandemic, a lot of other personal stuff and um, just needed another outlet. I couldn't really get out of the house too much. Um, I couldn't really do too much that was physical. So yeah, it was just this idea. It's like, oh, okay, I'll take a picture of a beer. I'll write about it. I'll give it some food pairings and you know, everybody will recognize how original and uh, how amazing this is. And then, yeah, you finally get out there and you're like, oh, there's this enormous community that's there. And that actually probably without that, I probably wouldn't have done it as long as I have, um, quite honestly, because if I was just kind of, you know, shouting into the wind, um, it would have gotten kind of old and a bit boring. But yeah, seeing all these people, um, you know, all of us included, as well as others that are not just doing this, but, you know, have their own little nuance. They do their own little thing with it has kept it, uh, you know, a bit fresh, engaging and, you know, learning about new people, their styles, what they like, what they have access to. I mean, again, like I was really a neophyte. I didn't know many craft beers. And then I, I step into this world and everybody's talking about Mecca breweries and this kind of stuff. And, you know, just at least that discovery of it's been really cool too. So that's how I, uh, that's how I got into it. I guess I'm up. <laughs> Ladies last. <laughs> That's I know, right. I'm like awful now. <laughs> we should have I like to say, I'm like we're awful. Sorry. We're about saving that. the best for last. Oh, That's oh, what okay. I like that, to say. Or that how so spinning that. Oh, I'm sorry, Sarah. <laughs> and I'm wearing pink, so that's kind of like ladies. Second. <laughs> Where, where's your wig, though? <laughs> that's, they can't see that on the podcast. <laughs> Um, if only <laughs> so i think i'm well i'm probably the veteran for many reasons a um i've been into craft beer longer than some of you have been alive probably <laughs> but um i started my page about three three and a half years ago actually so before the pandemic even we knew there was going to be a pandemic so who knew um mine was because i was taking lots of pictures of beer similar to bwg and posting on my Facebook and people were like, do you have a problem? <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, maybe I need to move this somewhere else. So I had no idea this existed. I'm like, I'm gonna start a beer page. I kind of took it and ran with it. And, and uh, here we are, but I didn't, I had no clue. There were so many people that were gonna post about beer and be amazing and fun. And I've gotten to meet lots of people and I really enjoyed it. So I love it, it's fun. I have, a, I have a good time with it. And my daughter follows me. We talk about family and friends. So my son refuses to follow me or have anything to do with us. He's, he just got home. So he's probably like upstairs, like what the hell? My mom, um, doesn't, my mom doesn't even follow me. I'm like, how do you not follow me? I'm your son <laughs> for God's sake. She doesn't even follow me. And she's like, and she's got three Instagram pages because she keeps forgetting her password. So she creates another Aww. one, but she doesn't yeah. follow me at all. I'm well, like, I my, my, I didn't tell my parents I even had this. <laughs> okay. But no, do your parents they, even use Instagram? <laughs> my, okay. So my 
they were on to see their grandkids stuff and then okay. I, they, no one really posts on instagram anymore the kids the kids this is old stuff for the kids but my daughter does have an account uh food account so now she's like my biggest fan so we and i like she and i like do some collabs and stuff which is fun so she thinks that's cool yeah it is cool <laughs> it's something <laughs> hobby <laughs> hobby i like it three and a half years doesn't make you the og <laughs> <laughs> no but probably more than oh, yeah. i was gonna say i, I don't know say... too many people that have been in there that the game that long that's a long that's a long time yeah. for the and i've taken breaks like i've taken huge breaks like, um like two and a half weeks or no longer <laughs> like months I just... <laughs> but I, I yeah i know <laughs> I dare not ask more about the judgmental Facebook on craft beer. <laughs> hey, that's what it is. Well, speaking of followers, we all got a lot of them. Uh, and as you get deeper, deeper, deeper down this rabbit hole, it just builds and builds and builds and builds up. And it gets so difficult to keep up with everybody. How do you balance the amount of people that follow you, that you follow back, and who to engage with, what type of engagements? How many of your followers actively comment and engage and share your posts? How many just fall into the doom scroll, like, and keep it moving? Like, what's the balancing act here? Sarah, why don't you go first? Oh, ladies first this time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so that's, I, pretty much anyone who follows me, I'll follow them back unless it looks weird. Like, I've gotten a lot of weird stuff lately following me. Don't knock those Russian bots, man. Those, 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 those people I, who have like a thousand followers, but no posts. Yeah. I love crypto. Oh, crypto. Yeah. The crypto stuff. Uh, yeah. There's so many of those. And I'm like, yeah, but pretty much anyone who follows me, if they have a decent, like it looks legit. I'm like, okay, I'll follow back. Cause who am I to say, I'm not going to follow you back. That's not like, who am I? Um, but then it's like the engagement part's hard because if people have interesting content, yeah, I'm going to, I'm in there, I'm following, I'm looking, I'm commenting. Um, I don't, it, it's kind of what's, what appears on your feed in that moment in time. Um, there's certain people, some people that are on here right now that I have get notifications for all of you guys. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I will comment on your stuff because I get notifications for it, but it's, it's a tough, it is a tough balance. Um, I'm scrolling through. If something catches my eye or it looks interesting and I, I've never interacted with them, I'm like, ooh, like, where'd this come from? This is cool. I like this. And I'll comment. It's tough, though. Yeah, no, it is tough. I, you know, it's, I mean, again, like, it, it's a kind of a mixed bag of both, I, I feel, too, because I, I, know, I try my best to go through the, the the feed and try to like everything i try to i need i need to be better at commenting too at times too i do comment with my the ones that i have more interactions on a daily basis with uh because i've built those relationships and those friendships with and we have great conversations offline as well as online so uh so i try my best on that end but it is hard i mean i will if you like a picture uh, my picture i'll like your picture back i try to make uh, like kind of like I try to make it back make it up later by if I haven't liked someone's picture in like a month I'll like five of their photos really quick as as they like my photos because I want to give back I'm like I'm here I promise I'm here and, I, and I'm trying to do my best uh, but 
I mean, it's crazy that I never thought like going back when we talked about how we created this account that at this point I'd be even at, I don't know, 3,300 followers almost. But like, to me, really what I get out of the whole thing is the people that I meet and the people that want to converse with me and talk with me, uh, build relationships with me. Those are the best parts about it, but I will still try my best to like your photos, comment on your photos. I know, uh, I, again, I can get caught in that doom and just like, 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 but I want to be better at it. So it's hard at the end of the day. Um, but then on the back end, it's frustrating too, because like you try so hard to do your part and then you try to create content sometimes. And it's like, why didn't I get a lot of hits? Why, like what happened? Am I not that relevant? And that's okay. I mean, again, at the end of the day, I think we were talking about this offline, me and Malty and a few others that, you know, we're trying our best just to build content that we enjoy and that we like, and we hope that maybe people will like it. And at the end of the day, if I can make one person's day, I guess that's good enough for me, you know, and, 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 and whatever. I've been on a bit of a break lately. I haven't posted in about a week. Um, I've been trying to enjoy some, just some time trying to step back a little bit. I've been like nonstop for the last over a year and so much, even sober October, I still was involved. I was trying to make funny videos for sober October and, and, and post some funny stuff, but it's been kind of nice sort of to digress, sit back, loved being on today's podcast with you guys um, just to kind of reflect. And I'm still liking photos. I'm still commenting on photos, but I'm not posting pictures right now. I just want to take that time to reflect. So as, as Sarah said, she's taken some breaks and Malty's taken some breaks. Like, I don't know when I'll post again. I'm sort of just taking things back a little bit, but I'll be back eventually, of course. But uh, I'm liking this time right now not to be fully on, but I'm also having really some really cool conversations with everybody too. So, uh, but anyways, I digress. So it's, it's, it's a lot, but I try my best. Breaks if, are... if a... <laughs> I was going to say, if a beer doesn't have a photo, did it, did it actually get drank? I didn't, I didn't even know <laughs> that was possible anymore. Where was that age? Was it that there? Where's that dawn of time? <laughs> right. Like I didn't want to like last, like, I'm, and, and I think I joked about this with you guys was that I didn't want to, I wanted to have a beer Sunday. I just, and I was just like, Oh, but I have a beer. I got to take a picture and I have to get the right lighting. Cause I like to, now I'm so involved when I take pictures that I want to have a cool background or maybe I'll get in the picture or something like that. And honestly, like that was the moment I was like, I don't know if I can swear on this, but frigate. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was just aggravated. Right. Yeah. Like taking pictures with your beer and, I just wanted a beer. And my, my, my daughter pointed out, like, you're not, you're not taking a picture of your beer. <laughs> I go, I am drinking this beer. Like I did in 2019 before I even started this stuff. And I just want to just chill. And then did I take a picture of this beer today? Yes, I did. Because I think it's kind of cool. Other half. I don't know if anyone's ever had other half. green. Ooh, yes. Green, the green that's a good city. one. It's a good one. And I thought the can was cool, so I took it in, in the dark with the black background. So, anyways, um, I had to because I really wanted to get a picture of that beer. But, anyways, yes. So, and speaking of uh, spam liking, we've all followed each other for a long time, so it hasn't been relevant amongst us. But when someone new follows you and you look at their page and it actually and it looks engaging and interesting, do you do the pay it forward thing where you just rip through and like 20, 20 posts in a row? No. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I'm not consistent about it, truthfully. Um, and and again, I think to you know to the earlier question, I'm probably I'm probably the worst about it because I am pretty picky when I follow somebody new because I really do it in an effort to 
pick out who I think is going to be engaging. Now, sometimes somebody will follow me. I won't follow them back and they'll be engaging and then I will follow them. It's kind of like a pre-screen. Um, but I really do come over their page a little bit and just say, is this something that's going to be interesting? Cause I do want to avoid the amount of, as you call it, doom scrolling in the feed. Like, cause I got to a point where it was so much and I, I did try to put in a lot of time. I found myself on the IG app for just an ungodly amount of time. And I'm like, I, this isn't sustainable. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't keep going through the feed and trying to hit everything here. So I'm a little bit more, um, I, I've kind of almost taken like the European friendship approach, which I've been told Europeans are kind of like coconuts. And the idea is like the shell is really hard to crack, but once you're in, you're in. So for me, it's like, once you've gotten through that piece, then, you know, like I'll comment on all your stuff. I'll try and make it unique. I'll do all that kind of stuff. But I, I'm a little bit more, uh, I'm a little bit more strict on the following back early on. Yeah, I I kind of do a little bit of if someone follows me and they don't like any of my pictures and I'll look at their feed, I'll look at their page first. Are they a legit fear poster? You know, what do they got on their feed? And if it looks somewhat like, you know, something that I would like jive with, I'll follow, but I won't like anything. I'll just give a follow back. Um, I don't know if you guys get it, but I do get weird, you know, messages say, hey, follow me, I'll follow you. And, I'm, and I'll look at their page first just to see. Uh, and if they're legit, yeah, absolutely. If they're not, I delete them and, and I have them and I take them off my my follow. So I like legit, like what, like check every single person that follows me. Who are they? You know, I get rid of the Bitcoins. Um, I check their Russian, credit score. I keep, I keep the Russian bots around, you know, you never know what's <laughs> going to happen with those. Um, um, but if someone does come in, like, will like five of my photos and follow me, I'll give them five follow, uh, five likes back. Absolutely. Um, I think it's just pay, pay it forward, respect um but usually if i someone just follows me i'll check them out real quick and if it's legit i'll follow back i've gotten now into the point where i don't know if i'm beyond the point where i'm like i guess i have to follow you back now and if you're a legit page because i have a lot of followers and i follow a lot too so i'm kind of like stuck in that hole where i'm like i can't be that person that you know has like four thousand followers and then a thousand I, you know, only like uh, follow a thousand. It's just like, like now I'm like almost at even. So I don't know. It's, it's hard. And that goes back to the wanting to interact with everybody and see if it makes sense to like scroll, scroll, scroll. So yeah, it does. Like you can get mundane and you can get, you can get lost, which I think has been kind of great this week just to kind of take a step back. I don't feel I'm only sort of interacting with those that I have really great relationships with right now and just trying to stay on top of those, what you're posting, what you like. You know, thank you, Sarah, for reaching out, checking on me. Appreciate you. Um, I'm the mom. I'm the, I'm the uh, mom of the Instagram. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, no, I'll try to give back as much as I can. So if they like my photos, absolutely, because I know what that's like. So I want to go ahead and give some love back. And, and breaks are important. I mean, I've had a few weeks where maybe I post only once a week or even or even twice a week. And it's just kind of you got to step back and get away from the overload a little bit. In personal life's taken over too. Like I've had a crazy week. As I mentioned, I was talking to, you know, Malty really quick, just about the basketball. We've been like nonstop because a lot of the COVID had canceled games. And like my week just got really busy from past Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's like, it's been nuts. So it's like, for me, it's like, 
I got to get my work too done and I got to focus on things. So it's just been kind of nice to step back, but that gets in the way too. So it's kind of nice to, like I said, take a break. Couple more questions about Instagram before we get into some fun stuff. Um, there's uh, some, a lot of creative content coming out of the three of you. And I mean, really creative at times from Mr. Mystery refrigerator theater. <laughs> <laughs> as I like to call it, to uh, 90s pop culture and film references in real form. <laughs> what is each of your creative prowess process? I'm sorry. Well, prowess too, but what is each of yours creative process of deciding what you post, how often you post, when do you do just generic still images with a beer review and all the details versus when you do something crazy and more elaborate? Sarah, you go. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to let you guys talk about this because I do not do a lot of crazy stuff. Um, most of my stuff is still, most of my stuff is pictures. I cannot get into this real stuff and the video stuff. I've done a few. I think my lawn mowing one it was classic. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. <laughs> And that was fun. Um, I try not to jump on the bandwagon. I, I watch, I've been watching reels way too much. Um, like I know all of them and they go through my head. That's why I don't sleep at night. Cause I, all these things are going through my head. Like, dun, 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 you know, the whole, whatever that one was. Um, but I got, if I redo that, like, so what? Right. So I'm still waiting up, to see your chug world order post. Because oh that's- yes. <laughs> We'll do that later later yeah, on over there tonight absolutely yeah which is amazing that's that's very cool i'm not a chugger i i can but i don't like to um why waste good beer but <laughs> i agree with you why waste so for me to do the creative stuff i have to be inspired um so the one i did a couple weeks ago on meat when meatloaf died yeah and that was I, cool. I i like that that was a nice tribute i was like in a, i was in a beer store literally shopping for beer and that song came on and i i was like oh, wait, I got this. And I drove wait. home, drove home, sat down, recorded it. One take, boom, done, posted it. Um, you guys, like these guys here are way above that and beyond and amazing. And I'm going to turn over to them because they're amazing. I try, I try my best to, to create you know, Malty gives me inspiration for sure. Um, but he's a lyrical genius, you know? I mean, he, he, like, if I could do half that, I mean, that'd be amazing. So, like, kudos to, to Malty, uh, what he does. But I try my best. I mean, I think it's, I, with Sarah, like, if something hits me, like, I wanted to do something for the Super Bowl. I'm a huge, huge, huge hip-hop R&B fan, right? huge i mean i grew up with snoop dogg and eminem when like when that hit and grunge hit at the same time i was torn i'm like i'm a pearl jam nirvana lover but man snoop dogg and dr dre nothing but a g thing i'm like i'm going crazy right now and it was such a great era and so i'm a huge hip-hop fan so i was trying to figure out uh what could i do like do i want to come back with something this week to have some fun with so i might i might not but i don't want to intrude on uh, malty's opus because i know he's got something <laughs> big coming up so i don't want to intrude on that i respect there, 
so much for that. So there is nothing to intrude on. Everybody, everybody release whatever they want. That's why it's like at the Super Bowl, you know, there's like 10 artists. So we don't need it just for just for my thing coming out. Everybody can go ahead and release whatever they've got going on. No wardrobe malfunctions, though, please. No. Well, I can't promise that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would say for me, no, but Malta, we never know. Uh, at least at least none if you're not wearing the rainbow colored wig. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I mean, you know, for me, like I, I do, I really, I have a pretty eclectic taste in music. So if you go down the route of like music writing, I've been doing a lot of that since I was in my, my teenage years. And mostly, again, when I say music writing, it's mostly in the vein of like Weird Al style stuff. Like I don't really write anything serious. It's just parodies of songs and and whatnot. That's talent Um, though. I just, I, no, he's missing his calling. I mean, the parodies that he does, (laughs) I'm like, I I mean, it's like when we, when I, when we, when we started our full multi-crew live shows, our IG live, you came up with that. I was like, what? Like, it was amazing. That one was fun. That one I did while I was doing the dishes. That one was fun. You were Um, doing the dishes. (laughs) I I was doing the dishes and then all of a sudden, oh my god! All of a sudden, uh, Ma, yeah, Hoochie, Ma, Hoochie Mama came on and I said, "Oh, okay, I can work with this." Um, <laughs> but no, like I, you know, like you were saying, BWG, I have an eclectic taste, and you know, I've I've trended more so towards hip hop because it's easier for me to do because my voice isn't practiced like. Maybe back in the day, I could hit a note, but like now my voice just doesn't get there. So I'd love to do, I would love to do like Adele. early 90s rock or I'd, I'd love, oh God, I would have so much fun. I would have so much fun with like Lady Gaga, like, but oh, I just I can't, totally it wouldn't, it wouldn't Absolutely. sound right. Like you it would poker sound face terrible. Part. I want a poker face one. You gotta do it. Alejandro. It would be too easy. <laughs> It would be too easy almost. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just can't hit the notes. So that's why for it's been easier to go with hip hop because you're just, you can kind of speak it in an octave and it's a little bit easier. But um, as far as the music goes, yeah, it's just the music's on in my ear. I hit, usually I'll hit like a, a part of the verse or a part of the rhyme and it'll trigger in my head. If I get half a bar down, like, of lines then i can just go with the rest of the song like that's the part that's the spark that happens and then after that the rest of it will take a little bit of work to write um but the that's it's kind of almost divine when that first piece comes to it as far as like the movie stuff goes that's just you know i i grew up watching a lot of the simpsons and i just have just kind of a wiring of that tangential comedy right like just stuff that you know is like kind of rooted in some pop culture reference but is so far out there and i don't know like it just kind of hit with the beer and then you know just some of those great classic movies that we you know all grew up watching or enjoyed and you know you just kind of say there's all this beer stuff going on or there are these things and you know, it just hits me like the, the Ace Ventura thing with the blue moon, like remembering the story about when <laughs> I I just I thought blue I thought blue moon was this craft beer. I thought I was so 
special you for my knowing eyes to it. that, by the way, because I didn't know Blue Moon was was was. <laughs> oh. I I did. I was like Blue Moon's Blue Moon. Exactly. Nope. But that was like I that was moment. crying in the shower with that, you. I was like that. <laughs> That was like a little bit of real life with like one of my favorite scenes of all time. And it just kind of all came together. And there are, yeah, there are lots of others that um, through Adam Sandler moves stuff that I, that I have in my head. It's just yeah. finding the time, finding the patience to do it all is uh, it gets harder and harder truthfully mm-hmm. like, as you go on. Malty slow burned me because the first reel I saw him do, he was cooking barbecue ribs. <laughs> so I'm That's like, oh, right. This, this is you awesome. This is awesome. But then <laughs> you get taken by surprise when you when you get when you see the Ace Ventura war, the one with the bucket of water poured over your head. Oh, yeah, that was awesome too. Yeah, I start. I mean, that's how I kind of started. Is I did like food and cooking pairings, and like I could mm-hmm. kind of justify it because I'm like my favorite wins because they get an awesome meal but then i also have content right so they complain a little less about it um and, and then when i finally got because i started out I'm like i'm not gonna have my face on camera and no, no one's gonna know who i am and then that came in and then that slightly opened it up and then you know just i i could only cage my insanity so long they all they all and we're happy that you didn't <laughs> I know you're, you're, when you you literally, and I think that's one of the things too. Uh, not to get off topic, but I think it's like one of the things where I feel comfortable being able to share my passion of music, doing videos, acting a little bit, having some fun with it because, like, I grew up with that, and um, I never really pursued it anywhere else. So uh, when I had my '90s podcast and I had all that music, now I can share that with my beer po- uh, photos or actually act out on it and have some fun with it so i think that's one of the things too that i think is so great and so it's so awesome that you did open up you know because now we see your true side and i think we all have that so i think this what this page does for us you know and sarah you'll be good at reels just keep doing it yeah Yeah, i just i don't want to be i try not to do things that are trending i i and i i was actually telling malty this i think yesterday today (laughs) i he is a hipster she's a closet hipster I made like two trending reels this last weekend <laughs> and I posted one of them. Didn't make any fanfare about it. Just posted it. Yeah. 10 minutes later, I deleted it. I was like, why? why? I was just like, why am no. I doing this? Because that's what you, I would have loved to have seen that. Oh, maybe I will. It was like when you were okay. talking, I'm like, I didn't see this reel and then you deleted it. I deleted it. I- Time to go back and recapture the 30. You have 30 days, so it's clock's there. ticking. It's, it's there on my phone. <laughs> I, maybe I will. I don't know. Or maybe I'll redo it. It was a, but I don't want to just do what everyone else is doing. Well, I, for, no, one, I, hear you. I for one, I'm super excited for your uh, upcoming Chug World Order video. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what wrestling <laughs> you're planning on doing? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Chugs McGrug. I don't know. Chugs McGrug. <laughs> I think I now like you, an SNL skit. Chugs. Now you, <laughs> you've absolutely committed the yourself Chug to Meister. this. No, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do Chugmeister. The Chugmeister. No, Chug I'm gonna Meister. say. I'm gonna say on every single post now. I'm gonna ask about Ch- where Chugs McGrug Chug is. McGrug. Just. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like crying over. Here. I think this is great, Chugs McGrug. <laughs> Chugmeister better. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Because that's SNL. Chug the Chugmeister. Chugging on the Chugmeister. Is your beer twin? Do I am I like Chugs McGrugger? And you're Chugs McGrug? Yes, that, that's like McGru- McGruber. We should, McGruber. We should McGru- do that. We should do like a beer twin Chugs thing. I'm down. McGruggy the crime dog. I don't know how to do all those videos. I can't, I'm not good with the video stuff. I'm trying, still trying to figure it out. I'm an old person. Come on. Mm, you'll figure it out. All right. So let's get into the themes of this past weekend. First of all, is a Super Bowl Sunday. Um, this time often gets its fair share of macro beers, as you know, because you usually have parties, a lot, a lot of people at them, and you can't always afford to splurge on enough craft for all of them. But let's stick to craft for now. And what would be your token style of beer and or brewery uh, for just kicking back and enjoying the big game? <laughs> you can go, Sarah. Go for it. <laughs> go, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Because we know you're you're a huge, huge, huge football fan. So start us off. Oh yay! Okay, so, thanks guys. Um, I'm not into sports. I don't really watch football. I know there's a game this weekend that somehow there's some, some great commercials on. I might How watch are you for not that. A Pittsburgh Steelers fan or a Philly fan? I just I've never really been into football. My daughter, so my daughter is a huge Steelers fan. My son wants nothing to do with sports, so he and I typically go to the movies on Super Bowl Sunday, or do something completely out of like go to no a one else is out. Maybe watch the game in the background. Or no, or go to a restaurant that doesn't have a TV. That's our thing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so I'm all about just chilling, not caring. <laughs> so whatever is in front of me, I'll drink. I would say for me, I would say for me, it's probably got to be something lighter um, just because there's usually so much food that like if I if I sit down and have like a stout or like a a heavy porter, like by the second quarter, I'm going to feel like just terrible. And I'm going to be that guy that's like just slowly, (laughs) slowly collapsing on the couch. Like just like this guy can't even make it to halftime yet. (laughs) <laughs> who, who brought the lightweight um so so i you know i i'd say like a a good smattering of like amber ales or red ales or stuff like that is good for super bowl sunday so you can kind of get you know you don't you don't go down just the strict logger train mm-hmm. um you get a little bit of flavor but you don't overwhelm and you can make room for the 47 layered nachos that somebody's gonna bring absolutely <laughs> 47 i'd go hard on that <laughs> exactly i'm a double ipa guy all the way um oh i know that, I, know, I know that i know that's heavy but uh, <laughs> i I'm, I'm all about that on super bowl sunday so you, you fill me that up with pizza chicken wings oh my gosh skins. oh yeah i'm i'm getting the ten thousand dollar uh, ten thousand calories in that night on that day um which is Speak to go. It's pretty bad, but um, but no, I mean, and and I do a pretty good job now. Before, probably not so much, but now I do a pretty good job spacing out the beer, um, and having food, and enjoying uh, the game. Uh, yep, water definitely hydrating in between. Um, I have a friend who, when we get together to watch the game, he's not a 
he can't handle a lot of double IPAs. So he's more of a lager guy. So it's actually kind of a nice change. So I'll, I'll, I'll have a lager with him and then I'll move back over to a, a double IPA where we'll have some water or we're big um, tequila guys. So we'll do like shots of tequila and then I'll, oh, yikes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I want to go to BWG Super Bowl party. <laughs> and we'll spate, and we'll spate. Well, we always have a, a buddy who brings over, uh, which is obviously the uh, the Patron, which is uh, the the known tequila that people go to. Ow. If I was in the tequila community, they're probably saying you're drinking the wrong tequila, uh, which is true. So, um, but he's he always brings it in the in the brown baggie. We know what it is, and uh, we usually do some shots of those in between, have a good time. So. Um, but yeah, that's why I can handle the double IPAs because I probably have maybe at max three of them during Super Bowl Sunday. So it's not like a crazy, crazy uh, time of a. Uh, but and if I'm at a brewery, we talked about breweries. I'm probably doing flights all night. So oh yeah, oh so yeah. I did. So even though I don't really watch football, a couple of years ago I did do. I had some people over for Super Bowl, and I I don't remember what teams were playing, but I did a whole microbrew probably the niners and, uh, chiefs probably yeah who knows i know i know it was bought i know it was, was a couple years i know ago. it was i know it was boston <laughs> so i did whatever i know it's boston and so whatever i got a bunch of beers from boston and then a bunch of beers from the other state and i did a whole super bowl micro airing oh so it was the, oh. uh, the patriots and the rams super bowl which you needed to drink a lot to Get through that game. Was, I think it was. I want to say it was the Giants because I know it was a lot of East Coast stuff. I want to say it was. You're the, killing BWG right now. Like that was his favorite left. Super Bowl. And I think I had yeah, like 2011. I had a lot of, and Both this was this was seven, before yeah. you could get a lot of good stuff here. So I had a lot of Sam Ed and a lot of Southern Cheer. Maybe we're going back to 2007. I don't know. <laughs> Sam Adams was pretty big in 2007, so uh, that's your last I, Super Bowl. No, I don't know what. I, I think my, Sam Adams had just released Facebook their thing. cherry ale in 2007. <laughs> and the chocolate one. Too. Maybe it was, it was Pete's Wicked. It was Pete's Wicked Ale. Pete's Wicked Ale. It's actually hey, not bad. I enjoy it. That Pete's. was, but that's going back to the 90s. Hmm? Just saying. So- so PWG, do you need a, the, a big buzz from those dippers to just get you through the halftime show so you don't remember it? <laughs> no, I'm pretty good. Like I said, those tequila shots wake you up pretty quick. <laughs> so I'm good. I'm That's, like, let's go another round. Maybe even a uh, car bomb with the shot of Don Julio into a... Oh, oh boy. <laughs> We've, done We've done that too. We've done that too, which you don't want to do that more than once. That's all I have to say. So don't next... want to, don't want to, or or have trouble doing it more than once with your lineup. <laughs> I've had trouble doing it more than once, so let's just say that. I don't go back. I'll do it once, and that's it. So and I well do. As... I, pay, I pay homage to my my, my, my buddies. I'm like, do it once, and that's it. So as well as standing after. <laughs> and this is why you are my beer twin and not my tequila twin. Yeah. Beer twin all the way. Not tequila twin. <laughs> nope. Let's stick with football and play a little word association. And Sarah, by all means, poke fun, us, poke fun at us nerds. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to invite her to do that. No. <laughs> it's my specialty. Yeah. What do you think of a linebacker? Howie Long, Ray Lewis, you know, some of the greats, Lawrence Taylor. What type, what style of craft beer would you associate to a linebacker? 
I mean, they go hard and strong. So I would say a tippa all the way. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I'd say that that is a, especially, yeah, some, some guy coming over the middle, uh, Micah Parsons is going to, he's going to hit you hard, but he move. You know they move quickly. It's not like a D lineman, so it's it's uh it's got f- some finesse to it. But yeah, you feel it. You feel it after one or two hits of that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Hard and strong. Either you said barrel aged. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Whatever works. Sure. <laughs> Quick and fast, like a wide receiver. What's a quick and fast style of craft beer? I'm I'm actually going to go different with this one. Wide receiver, I think, is the diva class, and so for mm. me, that is that is going to be a Nipa. Oh, that is the diva class of beers. Shot through the heart. I agree. I hey, look, one. absolutely. That's Could, what I was thinking of. Either a lager or or, or, or an IPA. Yep. That's. I mean, <laughs> there's not not nothing bad about being a diva. I mean, you know, everybody Cooper cups, uh, Cooper cups, uh, and all you know, all pro and all that. But they just need a little extra attention. And I feel like IG. It's like it's just Nipa's all day, all the time. So it's just you know, diva time. Hundred <laughs> percent agree. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sarah, they gave you a hell of a description for what a wide receiver is. So based on that description, what would you what type of craft style are you taking? A Sarah beer. What's a Sarah beer? A diva. Uh uh, yeah, sure. That works. I don't know what a diva style beer is. Probably sour them. I think that's very diva oh, right now. That's not bad. A slushy, a, sl- a slushy sour. Let's go with a slushy oh, sour. It's just chopping off my limbs and heart muscles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I could be a wide receiver then, sure. <laughs> How about a glittery, a glittery slushy sour? Oh, no glitter. I don't do that. There, I mean, that's like <laughs> I do diva. a glitter sour. That could be divers. A glitter that sour. is diva. I've I have not done. Sour. I have not done the glitter beer yet because I'm afraid what it's going to look like. Nothing. It's actually pretty later. <laughs> All right, tailback, big bruiser, or a little scat back. What are we thinking? That's so tough because tailbacks is such a a rarity right because they usually don't have those anymore they're usually called third down back so you'd have to think of probably like a rare beer so or ale so i would have to probably go with which they don't do much of these as red ales so i would say a tailback is like a red ale i like that interpretation i i would go with the fact that tailbacks are low value in the sense that just no one seems to draft one high anymore. So I'd, I'd also go somewhere around like, yeah, red or an amber or just some, something basic, right? Something that's replaceable. It's like, Oh, your, your tailback went out, just plug this guy in there. He'll, you know, he'll block, he'll run up the middle for four yards and uh, we'll find another in there. The NEPA can run it, you know, (laughs) (laughs) 
Doesn't I think San Francisco does that, right? His name is the Nipa runs the reverse. Debo Nipa. Debo Nipa. Debo is a is a is a double Nipa. He's an imperial Nipa. Just shake your head, Sarah. Yep, absolutely. Run the end, run the end around. Sure, yeah, that sounds great. You know, who, you awesome. know who Debo is. So, yep, absolutely, Debo. Absolutely. Well, Sarah, I made Debo. They Debo said, McGrug. They said <laughs> Chugs McGrug. <laughs> Chugs McGrug. <laughs> oh, Chugs McGrug. Oh, what did I start? <laughs> well, Sarah, they gave you another description—a rare. A rare player. So, what's a rare craft style? I would say I, I would say anything with a wild beast is rare. Okay. Yeah. Like the, you know, you don't I, see a lot of those in the U.S. You don't see many wild beers at all, really. I actually have one in my beer fridge from New Jersey of all places. Oh. Okay. So. Yeah, you don't see them either, and when you do see them, they're actually not bad. So. I enjoy like a, them. I like a Mike Allstock from Tampa Bay back in the day. Oh, sure. yes. Absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. It's amazing. <laughs> it's what I want to hear. See, the rare beer style to me, I was thinking barley wine. Y'all went completely the other direction. But see, it's mm. funny because I've had recently a few barley wines. So to me, there I see more of them now. So they're not at maybe a year ago, they were rare because I didn't come across them. And in the last six months, I've had a, like a handful of them and I've been a fan uh, of some of them. So, but yeah, maybe because I, I've just seen them the last six months. So maybe that's the new trend. Don't call it a comeback. Exactly. Right. <laughs> been yeah. here for years, baby. All right, Sarah, there's only two more of these. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> She's sweating over there. She can eat a towel. Yeah, that's not that's not a ring light. She's just under the under the yeah. pressure right now. It's not. It's not at all. I don't. It's a regular light. How about a DB? Whether that be a hard hit, Ronnie Lott type of safety, or a flashy cover corner like Deion Sanders. Oh I'm my! Gonna, I'm gonna go with a Quippa. They hit. Oh, hard. I like it. They hit hard. Like I'm thinking, like Ronnie Harrison. You don't want to be underneath that hit. Like not no. at all. Man, that's a tough one though, because now I gotta go. I gotta go the other way and think about, um, you know, maybe maybe we'll go ahead and say like a like an imperial an imperial porter, in that it's very coating. It's cover covering beer. You, you get the lockdown corner. You get the Durell. Like that. Good, yeah. That's a little a good uh, analogy. I love that little imperial porter action in there. Not so heavy, not a stout, but uh, you know. Can can coat can coat the palate and uh, I like that. They light on their feet. They're fast and quick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That sounds good. <laughs> sure, I'll go with that. Everybody, everybody here is just missing the price of admission of the facial expressions. I just <laughs> well, want to go are. on the record of saying <laughs> that. Malty's always right. I'm just gonna go with that. That's that's just yeah. What he said. And of course, the, the only position the media seems to care about anymore, the quarterback. Oh, that's a barrel-aged stout. Oh, is that because of uh, your 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 former your former quarterback Tom Brady aged with perfection? I, mean, I, agree, I I agree with yeah, absolutely. Because I was thinking that is <laughs> it's true. Like experience, 
aging, the process, like they don't, you're, it's very, well, so Tom Brady was the rarest, right? Won a Super Bowl, the youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl, and now the oldest quarterback to win a Super Bowl. And the hottest. When, when you don't that? put... The hottest? Okay. The hottest? Sarah, Sarah got interested all of a sudden. <laughs> wait, 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 we're talking about Tom Brady? He's, like, he's, like, he's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy, right? Right, and he ages, with, is he aged fine, right? Like a wine, <laughs> like it could be a wine too, right? Like a Merlot or, or, or a Pinot. But, uh, but I'm thinking like other, if you take Tom Brady out of the picture real quick, because he's an alien and you put other quarterbacks in there it does take a little finessing right they need a little bit more aging the process experience and then eventually so yeah so barrel aged out and to that point a barrel aged out that you screw up can really be off-putting and a quarterback with no Absolutely. seasoning is pretty too. off-putting yep so i think it's fitting right <laughs> look at you because i've had some barrel aged stuff that yeah needed more aging or never needed to be made at all so I love the direction that all of that went. And I also love the direction it could have gone because a nice fine wine would be on the TB12 diet. Yes, because, be. you know, there's too, a little too much <laughs> gluten. So right. Good out. Point. <laughs> so right. It would be. But uh, a barrel aged stout wouldn't be in there. It'd be the wine. Yep, absolutely. Exactly. But I'll go, I'll go the same route with you when it comes to the experience factor, when it comes to the to the age, the process, and I'll go Trappist Ale. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That's it. That's it. But I'll that say, the, straw, the straw that stirs the drink. That was mine. Pulling that out of his backyard. <laughs> I love that. That's, oh, right. that's, that's the only one that I had something lined up for. I was like, <laughs> I got my quarterback. I have my quarterback. It is a Trappist. It's and a Belgian. It is a beautiful we Belgian ale. Well, we tried to let you go first, but you kept deferring and just going out, whatever Malty says. <laughs> and, and look how that happened. It worked out. That's nicely. true. Fair enough. She Fair was enough. pitching the ball. There you go. <laughs> lateral, lateral. Too bad she did it to old stone hands. <laughs> I, I agree totally. That was my, that was where I was going with that one. That was the only one I was like, oh, I, I got this. Okay. And All the right. fact that Tom Brady's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no like I had no reason to watch football before and now I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> I'll just watch him on his like social media stuff. All right, Sarah, you can lead off every one of these next ones. <laughs> now Maybe. the other because I'm like the I'm the most experienced. The other holiday <laughs> this past weekend was of course Valentine's Day. What type of craft beer do you think would be your best play to share with your special someone in all of these phases that are of a relationship? So let's start with dating. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I? <laughs> so it's I'm fairness. Say... <laughs> I would you guys let off all the football questions. You could lead off all about this because it's fair. Right. Because <laughs> you know I'm the expert on dating and relationships. I take all my advice from you, Sarah. So go ahead. God Trust me, forbid. I'm not the expert here. Neither am all I. Right. Neither so, am I. Because <laughs> you're both married. I'm not. That's why I'm not the expert. I've been divorced already, so once, so. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I would say with dating, so this I went strictly with what's going to make sure that this relationship is going to be a good one. So I, I was, I'm going to say, you got to have an IPA because if you don't like an IPA, 
then how am I going to have a relationship with you? You either love it or you hate it. So that's, that's what I went with. <laughs> that's a tough one on dating, right? So, cause when I think of dates, I think of dinner and dessert and I'm thinking like, but then Sarah brings in the right, like, because not everyone's a stout person, right? Or a pastry stout person, right? Because it's those are tougher and you have to have a certain unique sort of palette for it. But, and porters are lighter and chocolate. So I'm trying to go on the dessert side here, if you can't figure this out. So <laughs> I'm going to go on one of the toughest ones because when I'm now thinking about dates for the first time, you go to the ice cream parlor milkshake IPA. If you don't like a milkshake IPA, we can't be friends. Right. And if your oh. milkshake doesn't bring all the girls to the yard. My milkshakes do bring all the I see a lot of reindeer outside. So I don't know. <laughs> or deer. I see foxes and cats. Well, that was an excellent setup for multi-selection. It is. So <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I can't wait what he's got. When I think of dating, I think of, you know, like sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't it's you know flingy it's about it's about you know just grabbing attention and going to that so i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to what we said earlier smoothie sour i'm gonna say that that is the date you know some of these are the ones that last a little bit longer but they they're all they're all poured out with excitement you see this you know this thick concoction witch's brew and you just get all a titter about it so i'm gonna go smoothie sour for for dating i respect it i respect it i, I like so, that, yeah, that was, good one i like how we're all thinking different ways or to go sour yeah. that's right <laughs> okay. my, my sour's coming up <laughs> And I was even going, what extra different level? Because I was thinking, let me pick something straight and narrow before they find out how freaking weird I am. And let me just have a go longer for this face. <laughs> That's not bad. See, I was going to make the joke about the IPA and say, you got to save that bitterness for later in the relationship. Yeah. Oh, I got to test that up front. I'm testing it. You're going all out. Cards are on the table. Yep. IPA. Right. IPAs are go away. <laughs> all right. That's a bumper. That's a bumper sticker. <laughs> IPAs all the way. <laughs> IPAs are go away. I like yeah, it. Exactly. That's, Actually, that's gonna be my next. I, I should do a merch. Yeah. I should yeah. do a merch. Go away. Look, look at all this creative process. First your chug world order, now bumper stickers. <laughs> I, I gotta, where's my pen? I gotta write this stuff down. Write it all down. Chugs McGrug says, Chug, here, IPA, so go away. Oh, Lordy. The next, beer right. the, the next beer in the phase of this long-lasting relationship. You've gotten through all the awkward stuff. You've already, you've, you've seen each other go to the bathroom, whatever the case may be. You got the rock, you got the rock on her finger. What's the craft beer style for the engaged couple? Sarah, you're still first, remember? Oh, God damn it. Oh, wait, what are you drinking? Oh, never mind. Um, so I, I was thinking about this and I was thinking, okay, you're engaged and you have to fit into a wedding dress. It's going to be a locale. I, I'm sorry. I got to drink something locale because I got to fit into this wedding dress. That's exactly what I, I saw that. That's exactly the beer I was thinking of. Slightly mighty, but dogfish. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, I think. Sorry. 
I think uh, I was I was I'm gonna go with uh, a nice light bubbly sour something that's a little easy on the stomach uh, or maybe a saison that's a lighter on the on, on the alcohol content um, sort of uh, celebrate the mood. Yeah, I like it. BWG. I mean, now the weird side comes out. I like it. <laughs> for, for, Tommy, I, she took those. She said yes. <laughs> and she's already invested herself in the wedding planning. She's got the car. She's ready to go. She, she knows she wants to wear that dress and walk down that aisle. So whatever weird, whatever weird stuff comes out now, she's like, I guess I'm hooked. He's drinking pumpkin beers now. Yeah. <laughs> was well, that was the pumpkin beer pick multi? <laughs> So, so here I'm going to go with, you know, they, they say when, you know, as the man, you got to spend three months salary on the rock. So for the engagement, you got to go with like a, a 10 year old cellar barrel aged stout, you know, you got to like, you got to get on that one knee and you got to present. I just spent three months salary on this fine crafted concoction. Here you go. So that would be the celebration there. It's uh it's got to be the the creme de la creme because uh, you know that's what that's what you're supposed to do. I respect it. I respect it. I like it. And at least this one, I get to drink too, instead of just handing the ring over. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine would. Sh- shy kind of near bwg selection i would go with fruited sours here because again now the weird's out now you know who i am <laughs> right because you've already seen me go to the bathroom maybe something's under the sheets at night so now it's like hey let's get a little crazy oh my god all right next one the big day has passed some people think their life is over i personally don't buy into that What's the craft beer style for marriage? The rest of forever. Am I still going first? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Obviously. <laughs> so since I'm divorced, I just pick sour because my marriage went sour. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So there you go. I'm going to go with Malty's engagement one and get a nice barrel-aged stout. It's almost like a celebratory, got this far, uh, let's enjoy it, even though I'll I'll probably drink the whole bottle, but um, because my wife doesn't like craft beer at all, so (laughs) but she lets me spend the money on it, so got to love her for that, as I let her buy whatever she wants at Target, so... um, (laughs) Yeah, barely a nice, a nice, this is my (laughs) ultimate dream. If I could find a nice vanilla caramel barrel aged stout all over it. Those Mm. are hard to find that are good, but that would be my um, anniversary marriage stout. That sounds like winter. I I would say for marriage, marriage is about just the getting through those, uh, those day to day grinds and what is a grindier beer than the ipa class ipas and dip us you know just it's another 
Here's another one we're popping open. Here's a little bit more pine for you. Here's some juice bomb. Yeah, you know, ups, downs. Some are too bitter. Some are just wonderful. It's just like marriage, you know? So it's like a summer great. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's a good analogy on that one. I like that. Uh, I I love how we all have such different takes on this. Mine would be uh, the adventure's not over yet, but I also don't care anymore. So I'm going with the barley wine here. <laughs> Listen, barley wine can be just as good as a barrel aged stout. Yeah, but barley wine could get you through a marriage. Maybe I should have drank more barley wine and I wouldn't be divorced. Well, you'd be drunk, that's for sure. So I'd be happy. It's <laughs> a great motto. Mom, Dad, how'd you get through 35, 40 years of marriage? I have a pad. Had a lot of help from Jack Daniels. (laughs) My grandfather said that a long time ago. It was his best friend during marriage. (laughs) And, And last but not least, you're in your golden years. The kids have flown the coop. Just kind of ride, ride in and out living the dream doing whatever you want going wherever you want what's the empty nester beer uh, so this sort of it's sort of where i am right now even though my son's still living here and even though i'm still alone <laughs> but now now i'm going with the barrel aged stouts because i don't have to drive anyone anywhere i don't have to worry about like picking someone up at a football game or dance rehearsal or freaking play rehearsal i can just drink a beer and pass out i'm good <laughs> mm. malty what's that caramel vienna beer you had it what was that called oh, gosh um that's the one that i would 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 say um because he had you when you had posted it that day i was like i had that not too long ago but it's uh it's an austrian beer it was so it was like 14 15 percent uh just a mm. nice yes Samuel klaus yes Ooh, yes just yeah. a doppelbach. Yes, just a night. Doppelbach. Yes, just a night. Fourteen percent doppelbach. It was yep. literally eaten like a Werther's original. That's yeah. my empty nester. I am living. It's like my grandfather giving me those Werther's originals when I was little. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I would enjoy my life with. I can't top that pick. That's very well thought out. I, I I don't have a better one than that. That's all. I'll just hitch my wagon to that one. Oh, I thought you were gonna at least try. <laughs> I got, no, I got, I, that one, that one, that one's perfect. I, I really couldn't even like come that. up with a different angle on the on the golden years than that one. Mm. I would imagine when I get to that point, I'm probably gonna want something that's flavorful and unique, but also like still kind of a common man's beer and i'm gonna Austrian go back block, maybe. <laughs> that would be it that uh-huh. would be it trust me you gotta find it that would be it you'd be I, like i hope i do now good. somebody send me an untapped screenshot of it please <laughs> oh, i will i'll send it to you don't worry um so i'm gonna go to a beer that was brought up in the football conversation i'm gonna go with the amber ah it is though. Very it's nice. Kind of nice, very brown yeah. ale. I would enjoy that too. I, I think actually a new challenger's end of the ring. I think I just go for loco. <laughs> <laughs> golden, golden years. 
Maybe maybe I'll just switch to tequila. I'll go BWG route and do tequila. What the fuck? Sorry, did I say that out loud? As a car bomb. To be like just the bottle. I don't need a shot. Oh my god. A white BW lawnmower? Oh shit. You know, I'm gonna have a lawn person. I can have a lawn person do it. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm thinking. I think like, you want some tequila? I think that's coming, guys. Soon. The next Tom Brady year. can come mow your lawn. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, you lost me. Sorry. <laughs> I just said Tom Brady, and she just went to a whole other universe. I never mind, never mind the rest right of that away. sentence. Never mind the rest of the sentence. <laughs> all you, all you need like, to know is when she said, "Oh, that's it." <laughs> Yeah, there was some serious heat behind that one. It was. <laughs> Finally, a big theme of our show, of course, is to always support local and drink local. Now, all of you come from different areas around the country and in Maltese case, the world. Now, let's go into each area a little bit. Tell us about what the top breweries are, who's the big house, who's the dark horse, who's the uh, running normal kind of brewery and what style does your area do better than anyone else in the country in the world so bwg we know that massachusetts boston they're the home of the ogs like harpoon sam adams who are now who are now pretty much considered macros other than treehouse where does massachusetts stand geez you know i think you know being in new england itself New England IPA, right? Everybody wants to, when you think of New England IPAs, you probably immediately go to like Harpoon or, or Sam Adams or Treehouse or whatever thing like that. It's so tough because being, having so much over New England itself in the last, uh, you know, five years or so, I mean, it's tough. I have a lot of favorites. I know Trillium is a big one. I know I've had Trillium this past summer and actually met with a couple of guys. They gave me a bunch of to take home they're hazies, you know, they're juice bombs. So there's, you're not going to get a stout, right? You're not going to, you might get a seltzer. Are you going to get a sour from them? I like, so my biggest thing is I need a brewery to give me all varieties out there because it shows me that they're innovative, they're creative, and they know what's up. Like they're trying to take it to the next level. Breweries out here that's taking it to that next level that I would say besides the, the, the well-known ones, I like Mayflower Brewing in Plymouth. I think they do a really good job uh, at changing out their beers uh, every season. Uh, they still make their traditionals, you know, I love a wrestling, which has been great. Um, their Thanksgiving ales have been pretty good. And then they have their, their normal summer beers, but they would be one of them. My favorite and Malty will know of them. Brockton beer company, I think is a dark horse um, because black ipas mm. are not very well known right yeah so and they're a, a black owned business um and they are really revamping their styles and what they do and they're banging out beers like the smart thing they've done is they collaborate a lot they collaborate with widowmaker and braintree they collaborate with uh mayflower they collaborate, they collaborate with a brewery around the corner from me and so they do a lot of that, but they also learn and they innovate. So I would say they're like a dark horse, but my favorite, 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 favorite right now out of all the big ones would either probably be Mayflower or Greater Good. Um, I like a lot of Greater Good that they do. I know they're well known too. They kind of push their beer out around. Um, and then I go back and forth with the buddy who thinks they just 
repeat their recipe um, all the time with their beers. But I don't know. But I would say those are kind of like the areas. I'm sure a lot of people, if they hear this, be like, oh, bullshit, there's a lot more better out there. Um, but I, I think those are the ones that I've enjoyed consistently the most. And um, well, you know what? I'll say that I, I think there's another one out there called Lamplighter that I think is pretty good as well too uh that that shows it so there's a lot i have a lot of fan favorites that i think so so it's very very tough i think in our area because there's so much competition in massachusetts and new england that everyone's trying to to get ahead so um but those i would say like are my favorite ones that i can point out right now that have been ones that have been pretty stellar so greater good greater good out of worcester what's the math what's the math and by the way I'm so glad that you brought up black IPAs and black cloggers. And when we do our eventual beer trade, I would love one of those to be in the box. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it is. It, and, you know, it, there's such a rarity. I was talking, I don't know if you guys know who New Hampshire brew hoppers are, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I have a segment coming up with them soon on, did you know, coming up down the road. I can't wait to have them on we got into this really cool conversation about black IPAs. Uh, that's one of his favorite uh, beers. And I'm like, they are such a, cause it's not a stout, but it's, there's just that unique taste to it that you wouldn't even think would be an IPA. Um, and those are such a rarity. Um, I guess that could have been thrown in the football one too, I guess uh, for, for, for tailbacks, black IPAs, because um, it is a rare, rare, type of beer a lot of them aren't making it but i think they're making a comeback because i'm starting to see more and more of them uh but um not a lot so yeah sarah take us to the keystone state what's pennsylvania got to offer all right so when you think of pennsylvania you think of two things usually like from old school you think of rolling rock and yingling which are both loggers so i want to say like old school we got those down um Lately, so my, but my local favorites from my neck of the woods. So I'm, I'm like literally between Philly and Harrisburg, like an hour each way. Um, Yeah. So Trogues from Hershey is a huge one for me. And I know you can get Trogues where you are. Um, And I know you just had Blizzard of Double Blizzard. Double Blizzard is so good. Oh my God. So all their seasonal stuff is amazing. So I go through that. Like that's my, right now it's Nugget Nectar. So that's a huge one, right? Have you had that? No. PWG? No, sounds good though. Oh, okay. I'll get you some of that. Uh, (laughs) They had Double Nugget, which I was able to get like two cans. That was it. Huge. Amazing. Um, So that's like- Those the ones that are high, the alcohol percentage, that the one you were telling me about? Yeah, so the, yeah, the, the Trogues ones that they do seasonally are typically the, the double IPAs. Uh, the Nugget Nectar is more of a red ale. Oh. But it's, oh, it's so juicy. I'm ready. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they, I did the O Tom Brady. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would say that's probably my regional. And then, um, but there's some other ones like Evergreen from Harrisburg puts out, um, their hazies are amazing. Their sours. And like you were saying, uh, BWG, like you have the whole range. You've got your sours, you've got your uh, IPAs, you've got hazies, you've got your stouts, and they're all on par. And then a really like the, the that no one knows because it's really a hidden gem here, and BWG knows because he got some, 
is Hidden River. Oh, yes. So Hidden River is about 20, 30 minutes for me. It's between where I am in Reading and Philadelphia. It's in Douglasville. It's a like it's in a haunted, it's in a haunted house. Like essentially it's in a haunted place. Like this place that they own is haunted. Like it's scary to go in there. Do they drink the beer? <laughs> Are you trying um, to get people to go or are you trying to scare them away? I, I want to go. No, it's, it's so, it's such a cool, it, it, it's such a cool vibe. And I love going in the summer because they're right on the riverbank and you can sit outside and just chill. And their beers are, I have never had a beer from there that I didn't love. And I, I, oh, they're so good. So that's there. And they're mostly known for their IPAs. Mostly they do some stouts occasionally a sour but mostly IPAs but they're all on par and they change the recipe every time it's amazing is that the one the one you sent me was uh they call me hey was that no that was from that was from Dewey from Delaware okay the one I sent you I think was the I can't remember the name of it now um has something to do with the rooster maybe (laughs) rooster (laughs) or so I don't remember what it was called but I'll I'll but yes, I sent you one of those. I drank but, them all, so I can't remember. Yeah, but the Dewey, the Dewey is from Delaware, and that is a great. If you're mm-hmm. on the Delaware, go to go to Delaware Shore, Dewey Beach, and then you just go to the brewery right there. That's amazing. Yeah, I'll take too. the George Washington route. Didn't he go down the Delaware River? No. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had a couple of beers too. <laughs> yeah, I Dewey's, remember that from the painting. Dewey's cool. He was pulling a craft beer. Like they, they do, their IPAs are amazing. And I I think I was telling Malty about this. They do some sours, like their sour series is amazing. And what you do is you go there, you go to the brewery and say, I want a suicide salad. And what they do is they take every single sour, go down the line in a glass and give you it all mixed into a glass. Is that any good? I don't know. I didn't try it because I was just like, what is happening? And because I, I was sitting there at the bar, I'm like, why are people doing this? But apparently people like it. They're called suicides for a reason. Suicide salad. There you go. Go to Dewey. That sounds terrible. <laughs> All right, Malta, you got some options. You can either, I know. You can either go with I, your current location with your Switzerland or the greater European craft scene. You can go with your home state of California. Oh, God. Or you could go with where some of your family currently, currently resides in Texas. Uh, I will pass on California because I think California gets far and away the most publicity uh, of any. So I think everybody kind of knows what's out there. And of course there's, there's smaller stuff too, but um, you know, Switzerland is really young in its craft beer uh, journey. I would say on the French side, you have a couple of really good ones like uh, Le Docteur Gab and um, Brasserie. Um, the no, like France Montagne, um, which is like you'll see it advertises BFM. They have a salamander. Um, they actually have made their way in the States. Just it's mm. like select locations. I used to go to a place called I don't think there's one in South Carolina. I know for sure there's not any in the Northeast, but it's called um, Flying Saucer. It's a place that it's mm. like a it's not really a it's a stealth a small old chain, but they essentially yep. do. They have like at any given time, like 160 beers and 80 of them on tap. Like it's a really awesome place. And if you drink 200 as part of their saucer program, 
200 individual beers. You get like a golden plate that they put on the wall and you can put up. But that was where I saw BFM actually made its way into it. And they do, I would say, it's nothing crazy. It's a lot of older world styles. You get, you know, kind of like Belgian style ales. You do get some IPAs, but very basic, not dippas or tippas or anything like that. Um, And I would say, you know, good amber, good stout. I would say their basic range is good. And but the rest of the country like walnuts. (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) No, no, no nut, no nut based brown brown ales. I uh, I I have not found any of that out here. There's there's just a lot. There's a lot of growing that they still have to do here. And again, I don't know how receptive people are either, which I think is a shame because the country does import a lot of the bigger European stuff, especially from the UK, from Sweden, from Norway. Um, But they just won't kind of take it on here. Like I've gone to a couple breweries and said, you know, have you thought about doing this? Have you thought about trying your hand at this? Not interested at this time. Fine. Um, You know, for, for the people listening that, that can get stuff a little bit more local to the U S I would say, if you're going to go with Texas, there's three, I mean, there's, there's some breweries that get huge attention. That's urban South. Personally, I find urban South to be either very, it's a hit or it's a miss. I've, I have not had an urban South where I've been like, that was okay. Like it's been a sink pourer or it's been amazing. Like it really is a, to me, it's really a gamble. And I, I think, I think they're, their reputation, they ride off of their wins and no one talks about their losses. Honestly, I'm not that crazy about them. Um, I think 903 does a lot of really good things. I find them to be like the urban South, but without the hype with their smoothie sours that are nice. I've never had a smoothie sour theirs I didn't like. Their stouts are also really good. Um, They do have some more clever things they try, but they miss. But I think 903 and Sherman's really great. Baba Brewhouse in between Houston and Austin is amazing. That place, if you can, they're not overly easy to find, but they don't make a bad beer. Um, They're really, and they've done some collabs with like Great Notion, some of the huge, you know, what we'll call Instagram famous type beers. And and from what I've heard, they're excellent. Um, And my my favorite brewery that I would shout out that's a smaller one is um, Turning Point. Uh, brewery in in um, God, it's like the they call it the HEB area. I don't know which city it sits in, but it's between Dallas and Fort Worth. And they just everything they do, where exactly what you know you were saying, BWG about your favorite with um, with Brockton and what you know Sarah was saying with her other stuff is just their range is great. Like I've had. IPAs of there I love, a Dippa I loved of theirs, a Stout I loved of theirs, a Sour I loved. Like they do one thing of everything really, really well, and they rotate their selection. Like I mean, to the point where I was actually a little upset about it when I went back in, and they didn't have my favorite uh, Dippa that that I had had. It was a strawberry style Dippa. They 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 turned it over, so they didn't have it from the late summer, and they they make it really seasonal. So there's a lot of variety. And for a place that's relatively young, I think usually they've got somewhere between 15 and 20 beers that are available to be had um, at any given time. And they're all pretty good. Like I didn't, I didn't go in there and have one where I said, Oh, that, that was a stinker. Um, so yeah. Um, 
Turning Point Brewery in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is great. So yeah, that's that's where I'd say. I just posted the Turning Point Watermelon IPA today that you... That's right. And it's funny because I honestly like that one. I didn't love that much. Like I liked it and I thought it would be something that you might, but I was actually, like I said, I was nervous when I sent it because it was one of the ones that I had had. So I knew how it was, but it was probably my least favorite of all the ones that ended up turning. And again, like you said, you really, really enjoyed it. So that's like, for me, for that to be kind of on the ones where I was like, ah, lukewarm about, um, it really does speak to how well they they do yeah, all their other stuff. It's very refreshing. Now, before we wrap, we always go like to go around the literal and sometimes proverbial and virtual table and talk about what we drink tonight. So, what's in your glass, friends? Well, I mentioned it earlier. So, I was drinking uh, other half uh, Green uh, City. It's a double uh, dry hopped IPA. It's obviously my style of beer. And in it, which um, I've never, I don't have a lot of Centennial hops, uh, but it was Centennial, uh, Simcoe, and Citra. So um, I kind of felt like the Centennial and Simcoe took over the the Citra hops, but uh, overall it was decent um, and as well, I think like 7%. So uh, not bad. I enjoyed it. So I decided since we were talking about Valentine's Day, I decided to do a little Valentine's-ish Kind of thing. So I did a chocolate raspberry imperial stout from Untitled Art. Mm. Their stuff is amazing. Mm. It is um, 11%. <laughs> That's why I've been sipping on it the entire time. <laughs> but it tastes, it, it is like eating raspberries with dipped in chocolate. It is totally like the raspberry is so upfront. It's ridiculous, but it's so good. Sarah's running back. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that Sarah's running back. <laughs> um, I didn't have anything as it is 1.30 in the evening. Um, 1.30 in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did have something earlier today. It's, um, it's a small little brewery, a gypsy brewery out of the UK called Little Monster. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty good and, and decently well-known throughout Instagram. Um, but they sent out, like, we get this great distribution network in where we get these kind of limited supply. And I, this is like the one area where I can get cans that are like under a month old. So it's like, especially for IPAs, it's great. Um, it was called Better in Orange. Session Ooh. IPA, about 5%. And, um, you know, it's a combination of galaxy hops and um they said a hop called southern tropic which i've never heard before i guess it's south african hop but it was very that's where my friends from uh uh, brockton beer company okay those hops love when they use those hops but anyways and 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 it was good it was like very peachy which i don't again like i really i really enjoy like that kind of more the the peach and you know if you do get a little bit of like the coconut if, if they use sabra which they didn't in this one but um it was a really nice really but really nice but also supple session ipa like it, it really balanced being light but also not just being something that you can just crush and take down in four seconds so really really like that what, what i had out of them that sounds really good delicious mm. 
Yeah, I'm all uh, for it. If you can find beer that has South African hops in it, you'd be be pretty amazed how, mm-hmm. how juicy that uh that um that beer will taste. And also Australian hops. Woo-hoo. All right, round the table, final word from each of you. Final word. <laughs> or sentence. You don't have to be, it doesn't have to be a literal word. Tom Brady's hot. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, just go or coffee. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, just thank you for having me. This was fun. Um, I always enjoy stuff like this. I think out of all the stuff with the the beer community, I think this for me is always the most enjoyable. Like this is the most fun. I agree. Like, thank you so much. This was so much fun. And, um, you know, I'm glad we did it tonight, not tomorrow morning at like nine o'clock. <laughs> Although it's close to that for you, Malty. So... <laughs> Speak for yourself. Play another seven hours for him. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, second and third, uh, you know, Malty and just the girl and hops. Uh, it's, thank you for having us. I know this has been in the works for a few months now. So I was looking forward to sitting down and like doing this. This is a lot of fun. Um, I like being able to just, you know, uh, just have great conversations with, you know, with, with all of you and be able to talk about our passions, our, our lives, our community, and and just kind of like sit back and digress a little bit. It's a lot of fun, uh, especially where I don't have to be in the driver's seat. It's just a lot of fun just to, you know, get out there and just enjoy and, and be a part of, uh, you know, other people's, um, you know, conversation. So thank you again for having us. And I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to have the full crew here uh, no. for you. So uh, that's kind of, you know, but maybe in the future, you're going to have the dynamic duo back on and uh, we'll come back. Absolutely. And I was going to mention that as if people noticed, I was obviously flying solo, but the boys will be back on our next adventure. So at beer, what's the thing you got at just a girl in her hops and at full multi alchemist. Thank you again so much for joining the show and um, cheers. And I think I hear a familiar tune. We're just boys. We like beer. We're just boys. We're just boys. We like beer, we like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondales, IPAs, cider stouts from the USA. We're just boys, and we like beer. We're just boys, we like beer. Upstairs.